0: showing curiosity, feeling like you're curious, will make the other person that's looking at you, listening to you, feel like you want to connect with them. So if you can show that, if you can show it through how you look, how you move, your voice, so your voice is so, so important. If you can can show your intention of that curiosity that you want to connect, that you're interested in the other person who's on the other side of the camera, then then that that should help you become a stronger communicating, getting better and getting good at, at this.
1: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are and wherever you're watching from. My name is Matt Pierce, host of The Visual Lounge, where we talk about using images and videos in the workplace. Today, we're going to be talking about something I think is really important as you get on camera. As you're on screen for people, it is so easy to not build trust. It's easy to lose trust. So we're going to be talking with a speaking coach and expert about on-camera presence and how not to lose that trust. I know it's titled How to Lose Trust. We don't want to do that, though. So let's go ahead and introduce our guest today, Peter Hopwood. So Peter travels the hybrid globe, helping speakers, high-performing professionals, corporate teams, TEDx speakers, and founders to share more powerful stories and build accurate speaking and present skills, creating impact when it matters. Sharing dynamic public speaking, pitching, and presentation skills through individual coaching, Peter guides personal clients and corporate groups to construct strong storylines, deliver beautiful pitches, and speeches while overcoming the anxiety of public speaking. With storytelling, strategy confidence boosters, and connecting, he helps professionals and global teams define, craft, and deliver stronger stories connect with their audiences and customers, and take control of their message, storyline, and public speaking impact, both in person and virtually. With that all said, please help me welcome Peter Hopwood to the Visual Lounge. Hey, Peter.
0: Hello. I tell you what, that sounds so good. That I, 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 You've made me intrigued to hear what this guy has to say by giving an intro just like that, although it was my intro that I gave you. But you, you saying it and listening to it, it, it just it sounds so good. Well, well, Peter, I I did write it, but it, it sounds better when you say it. That's right. That's right. It's always better when someone else says it.
1: Well, Peter, I'm so it. glad that you're here with us today. We're gonna we're gonna jump into some of our first questions, and we can get into a little bit more about who you are, what you do. Uh, but we like to ask three questions right up front for everybody. The first one is, you know, you are doing all these things. You're helping people be on camera. You're helping people be on stages, things like that. So, but I'm curious, how did you get started with
0: using like Video and images in your work yeah well es- essentially as as a speaker coach and helping people to to stand on stages and and uh, in boardrooms really connect by what they say by how they move by by the connections they try to achieve through the pandemic, that was obviously a time where you know all my traveling stopped I couldn't do it in person anymore, and after a kind of a, a, a long period of just Wallowing and, and not really stepping <laughs> up, I realised that actually here, this in this screen in this box, there are skills to be learned to 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 connect. Right, so it's not the, clearly not the same as when you're in person and trying to do the same thing, connect, build that trust, build that connection. Here on a screen, it's it's, it's different. There are so many other things that have you have to think about, things that skills that you can learn, behaviours. You can share and so so simply through the, the the pandemic two years or so that was really where I was able to kind of share my skills to help other people really create this this connection so whether it be sales teams that were trying to have a trying to get good at this with their intro calls building up that trust building up that relationship at the beginning of their of their sales journey or whether it was presenters or Or people who had to share certain information through the screen and do it in a good way, it gave me the chance to do that. So, so really, although I was doing it many years before as a presenter as well, through the pandemic, that was really a kind of gave me a chance to hone in on the on the real skills and as as I say, behaviours, the behaviours, behaviours to get good at this. And when you get good at this, or you start to get good at this, you actually start to leave the competitors behind, you start, you start to excel and people remember you better. They, they build up more trust with you quicker and, uh, and yeah, it, it, it it's good for business and, and uh, everybody can uh, connect with you better.
1: Well, I, I, I love that, that that's, you know, it's, I think that was an impetus for a lot of people to do a lot of different things. I noticed a shift in people being on camera, being comfortable on camera pre pre pandemic was like people hated it. Right. And I think people yeah. still generally, a lot of people don't like it but we've gotten much more used to it. So it's good to hear that, that you were able to make a little lemonade out of the lemons that your life threw us
0: all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and you're absolutely right. This, clearly, even now, when we speak to each other, maybe we've, well, yeah, I've been doing it a lot, quite a long time, I'm used to it, you're naturally used to it as well. Most people are doing it all the time, or they've been doing it all the time through the pandemic and even a lot more now, perhaps, but still, this is not natural. This is not a natural thing we should be doing. However, as I say, you, if you look at it as a, you know, strategic things you have to do, strategic behaviors, skills, ways of moving, ways of of speaking, your intention, your eye contact, all these, all these things you can put together and work on quite quickly. You can start to, as I say, start to get good at this. Feel feel confident. At this, and feel confident that what you say, what you, how you show up, is actually going to connect better with the people that are looking at you. Yeah, for sure.
1: So, next question for you: You know, as a speaker, as a presenter, as someone who's been doing this now and helping people with, particularly being in this box, right? Like, how would what what does success look like for a good on-camera presence? Like, how would you know if you're being
0: successful at it? That's a and that's a, a fantastic question you just asked there, because it's really difficult to know whether you're you're doing well or, or you're not doing well, right? But but maybe use this as a gauge, right? So basically, essentially, when you're when you're on camera, when you're doing your Zoom calls, your your virtual exchanges, record record one or two of them, right? Have a look back at what you look like right so it, it, it's all about critiquing yourself and being aware of what this box is like to the people that are looking at at it right so the perception so look at the way you're looking at the camera look at the way perhaps are your are your do you have gestures are they moving does it seem like this is dynamic when you look back at yourself do you look at yourself and see yourself looking curious or feeling the intention you want to feel when you're connecting with that person so 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 just by looking at yourself being aware critique openly critiquing yourself which for many of us is difficult because m- most of us probably never heard ourselves he- heard ourselves before recorded ourselves but doing it will actually really and quite quickly help you to to probably do two things number 1 you'll realize you're not as bad as you think okay and number two you'll start to see things that actually, you know, I I could have done that better, or maybe what, you know, why was I moving so much? Or maybe I wasn't moving enough. Maybe I didn't have enough gestures, or maybe my background was, it just seems like there's something, something not right or something that is not helping the communication, not helping to build up trust or not even, maybe not even helping the conversation. So when there's curiosity, that's, that's a, a really important word I want to throw in there. And you, you do it really well. You have that. So, since the beginning of this exchange, you've shown curiosity in the topic, right? In, the, in, in what we're about to talk about. You're not quite sure what, well, you have your questions, obviously. I'm kind of aware of really more or less what's going to happen. But actually, the exchange, we don't know. It's unpredictable. But you've shown curiosity in this conversation showing that through your voice showing that through your gesture so you like me you gesture you gesture a lot right so Mm -hmm. in this box gesturing is good it's really good because it it shows the other person that we're alive that we're that we're moving keeping animated but not not a distraction but keeping animated is something that again helps the other person feel like okay this is, this is going somewhere. This is actually a connection. It keeps our brains moving and stimulated as well. So all these things, just by looking at yourself, you, you'll you be able to tell whether you, you feel like you're, you're getting somewhere or not. Also, as you start to share these or do these behaviors, you'll notice the people that you're talking to, whether they're sharing those behaviors or not. Right. So the ones that you learn, the ones that you're doing, right, you'll start to look at, you'll start to critique in your mind. You won't say it to them, but you'll critique in your mind. Each time you have a Zoom call or a virtual exchange, you'll start to look at their backgrounds. I'm like constantly looking and critiquing in my mind, not telling them (laughs) of, you know, what I see in front of me, whether it's fake background, whether the person's using their hands or not, whether I can see or feel there's actually curiosity coming through, there's an intention coming through, right? Whether they're looking at me, most of the time, whether they're looking at me through the screen or through the, through the camera here, right? The voice, yeah. the voice tells us so much. So, so all of those things put together um, can start to help us gauge whether we're, we're kind of on the right track. It's a really, a really tough one to get right all the time, but again, it's, it's like a journey. How do you know you're doing well in connecting? Love to hear.
1: Yeah. You know, I, as someone who I I speak at a lot of different conferences and events, it's so much easier when I can see people, I can watch them, I can see their body language in this, in this sense, you know, it's particularly because I do a lot of rec- pre-recorded. So I don't have an audience in a Zoom room necessarily. So it's harder, right? It's harder to know if you're going to make the connection, but that's why you got to, I think you program a little bit, right? Like you are planning, okay, here's, here's an injunction point. Here's a. Inflection. Here's here's all the things that are going to happen, but in Zoom, I think it's what a lot of what you said, right? Like, what is the reaction? Are people just kind of sitting there, and you can tell they're doing this thing where they're they're looking off at the other screen, maybe t- working on something? I think paying attention to their what they're saying, what they're doing, how they're interacting. Are they you know are they? Uh, I love the thing about curiosity, right? Are they also equally as curious, or are they just kind of sitting and staring, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, but it's it's, it's often actually a difficult one because our audiences, whether they're online or or whether they're virtual or even live, they don't have to, and they don't always do it. They don't have to give us the signals that we interpret as signals of of listening or signals of being engaged, right? Mm -hmm. So sometimes, quite actually quite often, certainly here in this environment, I think we have to kind of just believe in ourselves that we're actually doing this. In the right way, we're doing all the things we should be doing, we're trying to show curiosity as I say, we're using gestures to, to let them see that we, that we have a better intonation with our voice naturally. So the more we, we're using our gestures, and you can see here, I'm just simply, I'm not using gestures, like large gestures all the time, yeah. but you can see what my hands are doing and you can see I'm using them as, as, as batons. I'm using them as using the rhythm as well. But you can see you have an indication of what they're doing. So just the gestures really help. But going back to the original original topic here, again, I think we sometimes have to just believe in what we're doing, know we're trying to do, trying to engage. And even if we don't get the engagement back, because we can't, I mean, to, to expect it is, is, is probably wrong. Because not everybody will show they're engaged. Not everybody will show they 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 like what what they hear. Then not everybody will show that they're they're actually listening to you. Although, they may well be listening to you. I know it as a fact. You know when I'm when I'm really listening to someone, or really thinking, or I'm making a decision about something. Often, listening to to to, to pictures, let's say, I'm I'm actually I've got my I've got a frown on my face. My my arms are kind of like like this. I'm sort of. Leaning back slightly, but in fact, these may look as if they're kind of closed gestures. But in fact, for many, when we think, we, we cross our arms or our fr- we have a frown, right? Yep. Or we 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 go back slightly, right? So so if we were to take all these individual signals that we see and that we hear or don't hear, I'm sure it would start to play with us, play with our minds, and we would start to doubt, right? So. So what I'd say to you know, everybody that I work with in terms of people who stand on a stage certainly, and, and again on screen as well, don't expect, never expect your audience to give you the signals you want them to give you, right? Even even the clap at the end of a of a speech, right? Fools speakers. Speakers often think, well, okay, big room of people, they're clapping at the end. But they are pro, everybody's kind of programmed to clap. That doesn't mean you were great. That doesn't mean you're a great, great speaker. Yeah. It's just like the, the automatic reaction of an audience. And if the audience is bigger, if you've got a really big room of more than a thousand people, the claps are going to be higher and stronger. And you'll go, because at the end, our brains kind of tell us, well, this is the thing that we remember the most. And we've we got to fool ourselves to think we're actually better than than we were. But anyway. <laughs> the signals that we that, that come through never never kind of see them as, as as bible because often we won't get the signals back that are, that are the true signals of how people feel
1: well i i love it and you've already given us so many great things i i want to get to our third question though we'll dive into more about trust cuz i think it's it's really important for people to have that trust right as obviously as you're trying to get the reaction trying to see success so real quick peter you know, you've given us a couple of things like gestures. There's some things that you can do to be successful, to improve. What would you say is like one more tip, just quick tip that you think would improve someone, their presence on video? Obviously, I think there's energy. I think one thing I've noticed you doing during this even is you lean in a little bit. Like you're like kind of back and then you're like lean in and talk. Got any kind of one thing yeah. I think anyone can do to improve kind of quickly?
0: Yeah, I mean, we we also the dibbled and dabbled on quite a few things there, so the moving, so I, essentially I, I, move, I stand up. I stand yeah. up because it helps me to feel more stable. I, can, I feel like so like when I'm presenting, or even if this was just an intro call, a sales intro call, just standing up is almost like saying, you know, I'm, I'm here to, to show myself. I'm here to, to show you respect in a way. Although that sitting down and standing up in terms of respect isn't really a lot. However, in my mind, when I'm standing up, I feel like I'm kind of giving you more respect because I, you know, I'm I'm here to to meet you, right? Um. So so standing up can give me this this. You can see I can actually go. I can lean in. I can do my gestures as well. I can go. I can say something that's that I want you to hear more. I can lean in when I'm listening. I might lean back slightly. I can do all these things. If I was sitting down, it's more difficult to do that. And again, the sound that's coming through my voice is only as good as the air that goes inside and comes out. And if you're sitting down, especially if you're sitting down all day, by the end of the day, you know what it feels like. Everyone does uh, at an office, by their desk, you know, your your stomach is all kind of scrumpled up. And the the air isn't as good as it could be. So standing is a good one. So if I was to give you one other big tip, um, so the eye contact, I think I've already mentioned that as well. Again, just by practicing looking at the the lens. Now this is a a big one for so many people, right? So many people have uh, an issue with this, still have an issue with it, because when I look, clearly when I look at the, the lens, Um, and there's other people on the call, I can't see what they're doing. I can have an idea. I've, I've got an idea of what's happening, but I can't actually see their eyes and, and, and get the connection that maybe I want. However, priority, I always say it. The priority is what? Is it me looking at you or is it you building up the trust in me? I want you, let's say this was a sales call. I want you to build up the trust in me. I want you to feel like I'm curious about you, curious about how we can work together, curious about the work we can do together um, as a collaboration, right? So the more I kind of look at you, the more I give you my eyes, the more I kind of show you, look through this screen and and imagine you here, the more you have the feeling like I'm, I'm respecting you, it's a an element of respect when I look at you more, especially when you're talking to me. So if somebody else is looking talking to me through their camera, but maybe not looking at the camera as i'm looking at the camera, they'll still see me looking at them as if I'm really listening to them. So doing it as much as you can again it's a really sort of strange thing to get used to, but you you've got used to it um. I've got used to it. Presenters, yep. we we do it all the time by looking at the camera and imagining this camera. That is where, that is where that person is that you're talking to you. So I'm looking at the camera now. To my left is, I can see with the, the you know peripheral vision. I can see you nodding. I can. I've kind of got really good at feeling what's going on there. Even even your blink when you blink, I can see. I can feel that. I can see. <laughs> I can see that as well. I can hear. I, I, I'm my ears are better. I'm listening even more because, yeah. because I can't, because I I don't have all those all those elements, you know, there there for me. So it's practice, getting used to it. But the more you do it, and again looking back at it, back at it when you've recorded yourself, you'll see that actually this is actually a really good thing. So if you start with that, get used to that, um, it will it will start to start to boost up your confidence and and as i say you'll start to get better on this on this virtual journey
1: yeah i i completely agree and it it is a challenge right because this is not natural as you said it's not natural to look at a lens and stare into it and you know and again i have the same issue you it's a peripheral kind of thing i have to see where you are what you're doing you know are you do I, i sense if you're interested or not so it's really great advice for anyone who's listening. Get good at looking into your lens. Well, Peter, I want to I do want to move forward because we got a few other things I want to try to talk about. And, and I, I said as a premise of the show is a little bit about trust. And we're labeled the show about breaking trust. Right. But really, we don't want to break trust. So I want to learn from you the things I can do to build trust and not inadvertently break some of the trust when we're in these relationships, whether it's a virtual experience like this or even if it's like a a pre-recorded where someone's going to watch it. Cause I imagine they're, they're similar. Obviously there's differences, but I imagine if you're watching a video of me and I'm doing something that's maybe going to break some of that trust, I want to know so I can get better at it. And I think one, like, I think looking at the camera, having that, like, you know, if you ever been in a, maybe I shouldn't air too much dirty laundry here, but if you ever been in a fight with someone and they're like, look at me when I'm talking to you, you know, like, People say that to their kids or their, their, their significant other, whoever, because you want to be feel acknowledged. And I think there's something about that when you're talking. So I think that's a good one. So before we talk about the, the what to do or not what not to do for you, why is trust in this environment? So if you could sum it up quick, two yeah. sentence, what why is trust so important? I think we all kind of know it and feel it, but I'd love to hear it from you.
0: Okay, in person, we we can show so many other signals that that build up that trust that help us help us, help the other person when they're perceiving us when they're judging us. They have so many other things. They have lots of things to go by, right? And in a natural human connection environment, we've been as as kids, we grow up to be teenagers, to be adults. We've been trying to connect and, and meet people, we shake their hands, we say a few words, we then talk about other things, we, we smile, all these things, all these things we've been doing for years, right? So we kind of, we kind of as humans, we're kind of good at it, but here, we don't, we don't have those, we don't have those at all. All we really have, all we really have is a box, flat box, right? And so we have to, we have to kind of imitate as many things as we can from the in-person world To hear, right? So I've already mentioned quite a few already. The curiosity, showing curiosity, looking at the camera, movement, movement, right? Is so. This this animation, this keeping our brain stimulated, is so important because because here in this world, if I'm if I start to lose your attention through through what you see or through what I say. Or through how I say something with the tone, with the sounds that you hear, you on the other side can just, with your finger, click and leave me. Yeah. Right. We can't do that in the real world, right? It's really difficult to <laughs> do it. You could. you could just, you just like walk away, just, I'm out of here. Right. But, or in a, an audience listening to a conference, most people don't just get up and walk. Some people do, but most people, I haven't. Maybe you have. But most people don't get up and just walk out, right? But here, whether it's something on YouTube, whether it's recorded, whatever it is, we, you know, our audience are really powerful, are far more powerful here than than anywhere else because with their finger, bang, they can just click, and then we're gone. We're we're gone forever. Maybe not forever, but we we we're gone at that moment. So so really, we have to keep people, get people's attention. And keep their attention. That's probably probably even more difficult, right? Here than than anywhere else. We have to you have to grab it and maintain that attention throughout. Right? So 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 in terms of trust, these the, the, these are the things we really need to think about. You know, we we have to again, I have to gain your attention. You don't owe me a thing. Listening to me now. You listening to me now, okay, it's your podcast, I, you invite me on and uh, naturally you, you want me here. However, listeners, people that are watching this or watching a clip of this, they owe me nothing, they owe you nothing, Matthew, they owe nobody anything and they don't owe us anything to stick around. So they don't have to stay with us, they don't have to listen to us, they don't, they don't have to subscribe, they, they, have the, they have their choice, right? Absolutely. Well, so so we have to give them something in terms of value, something in terms of why they're going to stick around, right? Why should they listen? Why should they listen to this? And you you did this beautifully. So at the beginning of this this exchange, you've really kind of given us a kind of snapshot of what why people should stick around, why should people should listen to this conversation between me and you about about virtual exchanges, about voice, about all these things that we, we're talking about right now. And you've said to them, you've told them, you know, you're going to get this, this, and this, and hopefully it will help you become a stronger, which, a stronger presenter, a stronger person, um, more confident using this format, which is what this podcast is, is essentially all about, right? So people know that when they come here as well, right? So we have to build up that value and we have to accept that people can just leave us at, just with a click of a finger so we have to we have to really build up that trust right from the beginning and really again show curiosity, show that we wanna give value, show that we're ready to give something. If so I say if I tell you I'm gonna give you something, probably in your mind, whether you have no idea what it is, but if I just say to you, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, gonna get something, I'm gonna give you something. Hopefully it's something that that's gonna be of value, something that hopefully you'll like. It's gonna make you smile. You don't know what that is. You haven't got an idea. But in your brain, your brain is telling you, actually, I'm going to stick around because I'm going to get something. When we get something, often when it's free, but in fact, it's not free because they're giving giving us their time. So listeners of this podcast, you know, right now, whoever's listening, you're giving us your time. We have to, in exchange for that time, we really need to give you value, right? So having that, in, 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 as a mindset has always helped me. And, and that's something, you know, I t- when I'm speaking to working with coaching speakers, coaching people who are pitching, time is the biggest commodity of all, right? So you really have to respect that. They're giving you their time. They don't have to. No one does. But they have. Hopefully they have. Hopefully they're still with us right now. Right, right. right. And we have to give them back the value. So, so Peter, I
1: want to, we've talked a lot about this on camera presence and I, th- and, and I think it's so important, right? Cause that's a a lot of the delivery that you're going to give. And, and as someone who's coached, you know, you've in your bio, talked about coaching like TEDx and you've, you've done a lot of presentations yourself. I know there's the on camera and that's super important. You're just your presence, right? It's, it's your voice. It's the way you act, interact, engage with the camera, with the, with the audience, right? What's the role of like in your work and what you've seen, the role of like the visual aids that come up, you know? So if, if someone's giving a presentation, I've watched tons of TED type of presentation. And it's obviously the onstage movement the, the, that those interactions are really important. And they focus on in an 18-minute video. They probably focus most of it on the person telling the story. But we also see these visuals. So how does that play into building trust with the audience,
0: if, if at all? Yeah, so, so okay, so we're watching. Let's say we're watching a TEDx talk. Um, the number one thing, the number one thing, certainly for me in in all of this, that is going to grab our attention, that's going to really keep us hopefully engaged, hopefully sticking with emotionally sticking with what the speaker is saying, is actually, and you'll probably you 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 may disagree with me but it's actually the voice. Okay. The style. So sound is so important. So you can have someone that's walking on stage, looks a mess, um, you know, looks a total mess, right? Although when you do a TEDx or who, who would look a mess? (laughs) However, somebody that's not looking that, that, you know, respectable. um, I don't know. If he comes on or she comes on and you've already made this judgment in your, in your mind about who they are, it's often, often when we see like reality shows, like, I don't know, or, or music shows like The Voice or The X Factor, we see somebody come on. They, they don't, they don't look like a singer. They don't, um, uh, move like a singer. They don't sound when they speak like a singer. But when they suddenly sing, some of them, all of them, actually, some of them completely su- surprise us with, with this beautiful, amazing, crazy voice. Right. Yeah. It's the same with, with speaking on, on, on stage. People will come out and obviously you've got to look as respectable as you can and create all these points of of trying to persuade your audience or, or that judgment that they're giving you trying to get closer to where you want to be. But your voice is number one. So that's the number one thing. Now in terms of visual aids, in terms of slides, these are all there simply just to help makes things maybe even more clearer, especially when it's maybe a complex theme or topic, using slides which make things simple can really help. Right. Also, it also sometimes takes away the, you know, we want, we want as a speaker, we want most, we want people to be listening to us, focused on us. But let's say it's a quite, it's a longer speech or a longer talk, just, Just a switch to the slides can just again, just break up that the movement and also give us, give our brains something a little bit more stimulating to focus on. And then you come back. And again, when I'm nodding. So if I want, for example, if I want you to agree with me on something, or I know it's something that you probably would agree with, right? I can use, I can, I could say something like, listen. You'd agree with me that that right now, the situation in terms of inflation pretty much across the globe, it's tough and it's tough for me, and it's, it's, I'm sure it's tough for you as well, right? You'd agree with me, right? So even just like by saying something that I think you're gonna agree with me on, nodding and doing this movement can really help. And presenters, where presenters often do that, whoops, often do that movement as well. So the next time you're, you're watching a, pre- a presenter, um, where the presenter, try to see you know the movement they do. And in fact, I'll tell you this now, there is actually one presenter in the UK. She's on BBC. She's energetic. She's got a really smooth voice, lovely tone. She's an attractive woman as well, which also helps. But right at the end, right at the end, when she's finished, what she does, and she does this every single time, she gives a little wink. She <laughs> have just a small little wink, and she—I'm not saying that's good or bad—but she gets away with it because it's all part of this feel-good, two-minute, snappy engagement that that hopefully people will remember, and they remember. I certainly remember that wink. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's about being
1: purposeful, right? You're thinking about every gesture as a extension of what you're saying to help uh, you know I think with the nodding in particular it reminds me of uh, what's called mirror neurons right like we have these neurons that will fire if I see you doing smiling for instance smiling a big one if I'm smiling I'm happy you are much more likely to feel that need and want to smile because our neurons start to fire like oh we're, we're smiling today so I, I think there's a lot to that but being very purposeful in those things to help engage your audience so that they're coming along with you and they're trusting you. And of course, trust is a, is a delicate thing. So Peter, I want to, I want to, we're going to move to our speed run questions in here in just a minute. I want to ask one more, one more question of you. And we're going to, we're going to look at this that we've talked a lot about. Uh, you've given us so many gems of things that we can do. I want to flip the script a little bit and let's talk about things that you've seen that break that trust. Like, and, and obviously we've talked you could take all the things that you just said and we no, know, well, don't use hand gestures. Don't, don't look at the camera. But are there other things you see that just you're like, oh my gosh, that that really can make it hard for an audience to connect with a presenter or break that trust right away that they're doing something that's like, that could have been a good yeah. presentation.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, if we just quickly, there's, there's loads, but quickly. So, the first couple, low-hanging fruit, naturally, our logistics, our setup. If it's, okay, I've got a ring light here. I've got one, I've got a, a light here. Um, you've got yours professionally as well, but we don't, everybody else, you don't need to buy a ring light. You just have to make sure you've got light in front of you. Light, which lets people see your face. Yes. Light, which lets people see your expression. If they can't or if it's difficult to do that, it becomes a big distraction. It becomes far bigger than... It becomes a very big distraction indeed. Another big distraction is the sound. If the sound is your computer um, audio and that seems to be okay, if it's a, if it's a, a specialized mic that you've bought or you know, great equipment like you've got as well, this is all fantastic. However, if, it's, if the, the, the audio, if there's crackling or if you can't hear it enough or there's something, there's, there's a disturbance, that becomes a real distraction. Right, it's it's the same as like Wi-Fi. You know, when there's a when there we you know with Wi-Fi, if we have to wait a while, even if it's for thirty seconds, ten seconds, even, we get agitated, right? Because in this world we live in right now, everything has to be like straight away. So if we can't see you clearly, or if there's a distraction, if we can't hear you clearly, or there's a distraction, these are the things that are going to really start. You're 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 starting on the wrong foot, right? Another one, for me, I'm not sure your perspective on this, but background, right? Fake background. <laughs> right. We have, we all have our own spots, right? We all have our own Wi-Fi Zoom spot in our home, in our, in our office, wherever it is, right? And we've probably been sticking with it forever, right? And that's cool because it's, it's a habit and we know where it is and we know, we know what happens here. and We've done it many times and we're happy with it. However, Putting a back, a fake background, something that is not that that you know you don't see where I am. You're in America right now. I'm in Croatia right now. This is where I live. And I guess I imagine probably that's a part of your home where you live. Is it? Yeah, is it, it that, is. So that, that's that's you, and and that's cool. That's you. This is me. Um, it, you know, and so you 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 see that, and that becomes we kind of beam to each other. If I put a fake background. For many, not saying everybody, but for many, subconsciously, it gives us this impression. It could give us this impression that we're hiding something. That that what you know? Why why can't I see the background? I know a lot of people that got you know busy lives, kids running around, um, messy home. I have a me- I, you don't see it right now, but if you if I would sell my camera, you would see a very messy part. of of my home but that's okay and we, we that's that's fine but there's usually one place there is always one place in your home even if it's a bathroom actually bathrooms are really good although not maybe great for the sound but you can fix that even better but in terms of the lighting and what's behind you bathrooms are really good especially tiles right but if you've got a fake background it gives us the impression you know what what is what is that person hiding You know, what, what is, there something that we, why can't I see his wall or why can't I see his or her, um, office? Right. So the the, the fake backgrounds also beds. I don't want to see, you know, I'm, I don't want to see in your bedroom. (laughs) I don't want to see you in your bedroom anymore. Bookshelves, right? Bookshelves. That was like a, a, just a, a kind of phase where, well, I think that phase is probably still continuing for many, where we just see. You know, bookshelves behind it, which is great. Okay, however, it, it it's not and it, it can often become a distraction, right? So just think about what people see all in this box, because again, we have full control over this, and that's a good thing. So I can sp- I can actually spend, and you can as well, you know, hours and hours and thinking about what you want people to see. And that's a good thing. Other places, you can't control that. When you go for a meeting or a presentation, you you depend on the environment, on the room, on the conference hall, on the, on the stage.
1: Yeah, uh, well, Peter, just as you're you're taking a lull there, I'll say I've been in lots of conference halls and they all look the same. It's all the brown kind of same, really ugly carpet. And it doesn't do anything for for that adding to yeah. what I'm doing. At least now I can... I've got some personality that, you know, a TechSmith pillow. If I go to my full shot, you can see back there. I've got a, a fun little helmet kind of speaking to what kind of were fun. You know, I have fun. It's a little personality stuff. And I, so I love what you're saying about the control. I think it's it's a great idea. And I, I also understand that reality is that I know people who their their space is small. They don't have a lot of space. So I, I'm not maybe an anti-fake backdrop, but I also understand the the role of yeah. of you know, and a high, especially maybe we'll call them high stakes presentations, things that really matter, right? This whatever's behind you does matter. If I put a bunch of uh, and I've got I'm going to be I'm going to call myself out here for anyone who's listening to the show. You can go to whatever time this is in the podcast and you can see right behind my head. I've got a little little thing. I just need to take it off the wall. But it's like luckily my head covers it 95 percent of the time. But it's like that one little thing I move. And you see it, and it's it's problematic, right? It doesn't it doesn't reflect well. Uh, but I, I don't. I'd much rather just have it there than and cover it with
0: my big old noggin, than than use a, a, a fake background. Also, I think I think also um, we forgive it. You know, we, we we're forgiving. I mean, yeah. if, if if it's not, you know, if if it's if it's not a fake background, but it's it's your own background and it looks okay and there's no big distractions and and then and then all these other things that you're doing in terms of your behavior and these these behaviors that you're doing to connect that's what people remember that's what people will will focus on right so if you can if you can focus on that and just just try to find something that feels natural that that lets people into where you are and again if you've got you know if you have got a place maybe that is that has a picture on the wall that's, that 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 causes a bit of a curiosity. That's all good, you know. So, for sure. so uh, there's actually I have to tell you there's a, on Twitter. I don't know whether you know about it. It's called I think it's called Rate My Skype. Yeah, uh-huh. at Rate My Skype Room, or it might be at Rate My Room. Either way, look on Twitter, and it's actually a Twitter feed, <laughs> a Twitter handle, sorry, which is simply people um, share their Twitter, uh, sorry, their Zoom, their virtual exchange background, right? Some of them are like one out of 10, awful, terrible, and some of them are really cool, you know? So uh, it's quite interesting just to look through, through that feed and you can see, you know, how people have thought about what people see. And again, constantly, this is something we can't get away from, and we have, we have to deal with it and we have to accept it is judgment, right? People are judging yeah. us constantly. People are judging me right now. They're judging you. They're judging this podcast. They judge judging every, and, and some of that judgment is, 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 uh, maybe some judgment we don't want to hear because everybody has the right not to like us and not to listen to us and not to you know accept us, which is okay. But if we can, if we can, and here we can control it. Like I say, you can tr- control all of this. So if you create something that actually gets closer to to what you want people to feel and what you want people to 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 get from this exchange, and that could be very different. It could be very different depending on that on that exchange you had, right? So if you're thinking about it and just, just having a little bit of time, I've said hours and hours, but you don't need obviously hours and hours. Just uh five minutes of thinking, okay. What do I, and you can play around with it. You can play it all day. I can go, you, you can pop into different rooms all day to try to get a, a spot which seems to work, a spot which seems to work and feels natural, right?
1: Yeah, I, and I love that. And it's always, it has always been worth my time to, to make sure whatever's behind me looks good and is set. So Peter, we're, we're gonna jump right into our speedrun questions. These again are quick answers to quick questions. So let's go ahead. Jump in. Finish.
0: Finish.
1: All right, Peter. So we've actually got our dice cam up and ready. So we're going to roll a 12-sided die. We've got 12 questions. The first question is going to be... Roll number it. number tw- it's, it's question number 12, which is I awesome. Love it. So we're going to bring up... what's So everyone can see on screen number 12 here. So question number 12. What's your one go-to tool that helps you get your job done on a regular basis this could be software could be something physical could be mental i don't what's your one tool that you use you're like that is the tool that i use all the
0: time i'm gonna have to say my waistcoat i'm not wearing it right now but i wear i wear this white waistcoat and i wear a shirt and i wear a tie i've got two different ones but i'll tell you what that waistcoat it's been with me Everywhere, and as a presenter, as a host, as an MC, it's formal. It it looks kind of businessy and corporate, but at the same time, it's often quite different from what the audience is wearing. I feel good in it. Um, I don't feel like a a circus, 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 (laughs) what you call him, a circus. The guy at the beginning, three ring, uh, the thing, the ringmaster, right? (laughs) Ringmaster. Yeah, it's not about being a ringmaster, but it's been about a little bit different. And sometimes I even play around with different ties as well. But I would have to say it's my waistcoat.
1: I I love that as an answer. That is a a fantastic answer. So let's go ahead into our next question here and roll the die again. Oh, got double 12. That's like worth uh, extra bank money in Monopoly, I think. And that is a nine. Okay. So let's pull up the number nine here. Question. So question number nine, Peter. I asked you a lot of questions. You shared a lot of information, but is there one question you
0: wish I would have asked you today? I have to say no. Perfect. I have to say there was no question I wish that you had asked me. I, 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 we, we covered loads of stuff, haven't we? We covered yeah. body, we covered movement, we covered voice. I mean, we've, we I kind of like I've done the job for you. I kind of gave you everything without you asking me. It was so, easy. Is there one question? No. I just, um, no. Perfect. Sorry,
1: what? no. That is now. That's a great answer. That's the thing about speed round. We don't know what questions we're going to ask you in the speed round. Wow, so- I love this
0: round. I love the spontaneity <laughs> of of this podcast. It's crazy. Although people <laughs> listening, they can't see, they can't see what's happening on the screen. They have to, they have to like go back and watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and there is a video podcast, so they can go watch on YouTube. Let's, Peter, because that one was a, a no answer. Let's just do one more real quick. We'll make this super super fast. So we went from nine. Oh, I gotta get rid of the nine though. To seven. So question number seven is this. You are a speaker, you're an MC, you're a speaking coach, you you do loads of stuff, which I'm sure you absolutely are just brilliant at and you love. But if you had to shift careers out of that world, what is it that you would do?
0: Oh wow. What a question. What a question. You you love it. Bring really in the heat. heat. Uh, I, I, you, oh, yeah, I love this. I would have to say a football player. A, a, a soccer player. Not not a fo- not oh, American football. No, a soccer football.
1: F- football is a right yeah, term.
0: We play we play here in, in yeah. Europe, right? So a football player, a striker, scoring goals, earning money, lots of money, <laughs> hell of a lot of money, and having a great time. That's that's it. I mean it's 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 a, it's a schoolboy fantasy that that never actually unfolded although I did have trials I had trials for, for my for my hometown team called Watford Watford FC uh they're in the championship right now but they used to be in the premier Elton John uh was actually the the um the, the chairman for many years so he he made the club famous I had trials for Watford FC and uh, they, at the end of it they told me you know we'll 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 let you know we'll call you um if you're in right and I'm I'm still waiting for that call it hasn't <laughs> happened but I'm still hopeful.
1: Well, uh, Peter, if if this doesn't work out, we, we wish you the best in your your football career. But we want to thank you for joining us. So before we wrap up, where can people connect with you? If they want to learn more, they want to connect with you and maybe getting some speak, uh, speaking consulting or whatever it is that they'd like to do. How can they connect with you?
0: Yeah, the best, best way, um, go uh, to LinkedIn, find me there, Peter Hopwood, um, speaker coach, TEDx, you'll find me. It'll come up probably quite quickly on On the screen, connect with with me there. If uh, if you're connecting and you've listened to this podcast, you know, have, write a little note that you've you've been listening to the podcast. Uh, you can see everything that I've been doing, and um, that will give you a good flavor of maybe just maybe how I can help you or your teams with the, with their communication as well. So jump over to LinkedIn and you can find me there.
1: Fantastic. Now we like to to wrap up with our final take, Peter. This is our our quick summary of a uh, kind of big idea of something we talked about today. So,
0: Peter, what is your final take? My final take really is, is simply all, all around, based around one word, and that is curiosity. Showing curiosity, feeling like you're curious, will make the other person that's looking at you, listening to you, Feel like you want to connect with them. So if you can show that, if you can show it through how you look, how you move, your voice. So your voice is so so important. It can show your intention of that curiosity that you want to connect, that you're interested in the other person who's on the other side of the camera. Then then that w- that should h- help you become a stronger communicating, getting better and getting good at at this.
1: Fantastic. Peter, thank you so much for joining me today in the Visual Lounge.
0: Well, Thank you so much. I hope we can do
1: this once again sometime in the future. <laughs> you bet. Well, everybody, we want to thank you for tuning in today's show. I hope you got some really strong ideas about what you can do to get better in your presence, to build that trust and to not break that trust as you're on camera. Because, you know, we talk about this all the time on the Visual Lounge is that it's, it's not about, you know, doing everything all awesome at once. It's about building those skills over and over. And it's starting with that first video, starting with, by trying to look at the camera a little bit more and doing the things that Peter taught us to do today will help you get better. So as we like to end every show, we hope you take a little bit of time to level up and we'll see you next time.